0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News
1: Talk. First, with parents still unable to secure secondary school places for their children for the forthcoming academic year, some schools from Kildare, Wicklow, Dublin, Galway, and Cork may have to provide temporary classrooms. How will that work in practice? Well, writing about this in the Irish Times this morning is Carla Bryan. Carl, good morning. Good morning. We talked about the shortage of school places in secondary schools around the country. How acute is that shortage? It is
0: particularly acute, Pat, in five areas of the country in particular. That's the North Kildare area, North Wicklow, and then parts of Dublin, Galway and Cork. And they are areas where... All secondary uh, schools are oversubscribed, and uh, the Department of Education is liaising with these individual schools to try to find uh, where that what the real capacity is, what the real demand is. If there is any spare capacity in schools in that area or in bordering areas, Uh, and in a new development now is looking at providing temporary classrooms for oversubscribed secondary schools uh, in cases where children may not have any school place uh, next September.
1: Now, how rigorous do they uh, police the staff-student ratios? Because if there's a a ceiling which must be adhered to, uh, then there's no room at the inn. If, however, there's flexibility to move up to slightly greater numbers in a classroom, then perhaps there are uh, places that can be created.
0: Yeah, the, the student-staff ratios are, are are typically set in stone. So uh, it, it changes, I think it's around 23 to 1 at second level. So that would apply. So in, in terms of um, the department is saying really providing teaching staff and resources isn't so much the problem. I think the real pressure is going to come on in uh, finding spare capacity, in finding uh, prefabricated units or modular accommodation. There is real, real pressure on the supply of that. So I think that is where the clock is going to start ticking uh, because in some cases schools in, in many cases schools will say we are uh, packed to the rafters at the moment. You know some of these schools are accommodating classes in their canteens at present. You know they're using every available space to try and teach students. Uh, then when you talk about trying to bring in uh, modular or prefabricated units uh, at this stage in the day you, you, there's, there are long lead-in times for anything that's construction related. We know all of that. Timelines often do slip. Uh, and I think that's where they're going to really come under pressure because uh, um, th- there is limited time to do this and uh, these students will need to start school in September.
1: Now, the availability of the units, I mean, is that a critical problem? Normally, (laughs) if you can find the money, uh, you'll find the supply of, say, a prefab. Uh, But in addition, of course, you've got to find the space in the schoolyard or in a a playing field or whatever. And you've got to maybe put in extra uh, toilets, maybe temporary toilets, all of that kind of thing. They have to go out to tender. I mean, is it really doable?
0: um it's a good question you know it remains to be seen you know every school is individual you know every school has its own quirks and constraints you know some of those are just the, the physical space that's available in many cases they are um as you said packed to the rafters and they may not even have uh, available space on site in which case oftentimes you're looking at going to adjoining sites or sports halls or youth clubs um, to try and accommodate classes um, in in the case of one of these schools in particular for example greystones community college um that is spread uh, in already in temporary accommodation across a rugby club and a GAA club and uh, and it's looking like for that school uh, to take on an extra class they'd have to find yet more temporary accommodation and one of the issues with this not to mind the supply and, and the logistics of getting this done is, is the price because uh, in many cases um, this is very expensive. You're, you're, you're either renting land, you're buying units were are going to be used for a relatively short period of time at the same time that uh, you have bought land to build a permanent school building. So all of this is doubtless the expensive, uh, potentially wasteful. And, and many would argue that we should have seen this coming because a lot of the issues that were um, that are causing these, these uh, enrollment pressures are simply down to do with population growth. And we've seen the numbers coming through a primary school. We've seen the numbers coming through in the planning process. But the school system in these areas hasn't been ready for it.
1: Are any of the schools saying... Uh... Basically, it's the influx of migrants, for example, uh, children from Ukraine who are at secondary school age. Is anyone saying that or is this just basically an oversight by the department in looking at the demography, the predictable demography and not coping with it?
0: None of the schools I've spoken to have cited migrants or Ukrainians. And I think that is because the the Department of Education policy and the state policy is to disperse, particularly Ukrainian students, to areas where there is spare capacity within the system. So if you look, you'll see that on a county-by-county county basis, that uh, certainly pre- predominantly, for example, in Kerry, where there is more spare capacity than other counties, that's where more U- Ukrainians have gone, for example. So that doesn't seem to have been an issue. The real issue does seem to have been um, a combination of um, enrollment um, sorry, population growth, house building uh, coming on stream in a very big way, particularly, let's say, the North there North Wicklow and parts of Dublin. And uh, and then there is another issue as well in some of these areas, which is the duplication of applications because if you are a parent in any of these areas and you feel you don't have a chance of potentially getting a school place you will apply everywhere so so schools will have multiple applications from um, the the same families so there's an element of weeding out those uh, duplicate applications you also have where a school is successful students will come from outside of that area to try and get to that school so they are factors as well at play but interestingly you know the, the department and the minister has been saying the duplication has been a real real issue but if you look at areas like north wicklow duplication is not a problem because the schools there share their application data so they have if you like it's almost like a clearing house or a, almost a ceo system you put down your preference of your school and the, the local schools share that data so they can see very clearly where uh, individuals are, and is there enough space? And in that, and in the Greystones area alone, they would estimate that there are uh, seventy children without school places who are from that area, uh, and that is simply down to um, uh, planning delays in providing promised school buildings and an increased population growth. So it is not a problem at the door of parents, which is sometimes. Uh, the case that you hear from the Department of Education, this is very much down to um, planning and delays in, in providing promised school facilities.
1: So, uh, effectively, there are three classrooms full of children who have no place, 70 children or thereabouts, uh, at 23 per classroom. That's three classrooms. But what is more intriguing is that these three classrooms full of kids are going to go through the system. They'll need those classrooms for the whole six years of the cycle. Meanwhile, there could be another 70 children extra next year coming in who'll also need three classrooms. So this could continue to to be a major problem going forward.
0: It will be, you know, just to choose Greystones again, because it's an interesting example. Uh, the three principals of the three secondary schools there warned last September, October that this was going to happen. They could see that there were, that there was going to be um, uh, demand was going to exceed supply. And part of that was because on an emergency measure in previous years, they've had to increase their intake of first years. But of course, as you increase your intake of first years and your school capacity doesn't increase you've less and less space then to take on uh, new students. So so those three schools combined had to reduce their intake for the forthcoming school year, which has added to the problem. So yes, the department could try and come along and put in a temporary classroom, which will solve the problem this year, but it stores up problems for future years. So, so ultimately, you know, uh, there's a lot of sticking plasters around here, but there are Uh, chickens coming home to roost for the department that if you don't provide the permanent school buildings and the real capacity uh, you do cause problems for yourself further down the line and the unfortunate consequence of all of this is it is causing real distress, uh, real panic among parents who at this stage in the day still don't have secondary school places for their children and they're trying to weigh up Uh, do we try and hold tight and hope that something will will come over the coming weeks or months or do we just compromise and travel well outside of our area and try and juggle our family circumstances to try to get to schools that are far away but but will actually have a school place. So so these are the situations that parents are finding themselves in at the moment.
1: What a dilemma to face. Uh, Carl O'Brien is writing about this in the Irish Times. Carl, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Pat.
0: Your chance to win big. News Talk's Cash Machine.
1: Well, we had another winner yesterday when Ashling took the prize. Once again, the machine has been reloaded. It now contains €40,857.59. To enter text play to five seven before 3 this afternoon, then randomly we'll make the call. If it happens to be to your phone, answer within five rings, tell us the total, and you will get the money. The cost is €2.50 plus your standard message rate. It's for over 18s only. You're playing across the GoLoud network of stations. Full terms on Newstalk.com. But remember that total, €40,857.00 fifty nine cent text play to five seven double five seven. Uh, Some of the comments coming in. The situation in Greystones is ridiculous. The site for the secondary school has been acquired, is sitting vacant for years, uh, waiting for the building to start. It was the very same with the primary school, yet the housing estates continued to spring up. Norma Foley should be ashamed of what's going on in her department. Physical buildings, just the tip of the iceberg. One wonders what our planners actually do. Children go to school at four or five years of age, and then on to secondary school about 12 years after their birth. How come the department don't seem to know this apathy, lack of interest, no consequences for their non-action. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at nine a.m.
0: on News Talk.